why you need to start questioning the urban myth in trading and how it will make you maybe a better trader and maybe also a better human after all. So this is a topic, and welcome back to the Traders Improved podcast. Uh, my name is still Rolf from TradeSciety.com, and this is a topic that I've thought about a lot recently, and mostly because I want to bring it um, across in a meaningful way, because I've seen it in myself that once I started questioning those urban myths that have been around in the trading world for years, often decades, and that just... Yeah, people just repeat them um, and once without questioning them. And once I started <clears throat> for myself questioning them, then my whole trading turned around and how I view the charts, how I view markets and how I view trading in general has completely changed. And I will come back to all those myths uh, later on, but just let me give you an idea of what are those myths and those things statements that are just accepted as facts for example you need to do a multi-time frame analysis you need to first prove your system on demo trading you need to back test your idea major forex pairs are better news trading is dangerous my broker is hunting my stops you should always risk one percent indicators don't work close your trades on a friday <clears throat> if i would put those on a on a post on my social media or on my blog and I would say those are the trading rules that you should stick by and live by, then probably most people would agree and most people would say, yes, that is what trading is all about. That or Those are the laws that have been true forever and we need to respect those. And when I started as a trader, which was like 12, 13 years ago, I, of course, also adhere to those questions, uh, to those facts. And I, I never question where do they always, where do they actually come from? Why are they around? And why do, always, do we always follow them? And it wasn't until I quest started questioning one of the most popular beliefs uh, and statements, the trend is your friend. And once I said to myself, the trend is your friend. Okay, I've heard this since day one in my trading career. But it is not working for me, and I didn't see the results that I was after. So I started questioning it. What if the trend isn't my friend? <laughs> and what if I just started looking for something different? And then I started exploring uh, reversal trading, um, which I have been doing for years and years and years. And that was the first time where I really felt home as a trader where really things start to make sense for me i was never comfortable with the old trend following approach and i always felt that i was too late i was chasing price and when i talked to other traders and i said i'm exploring reversal trading people would say oh wow that's dangerous you're catching a falling knife you're going against the trend that doesn't work don't you know that the trend is your best friend and i was facing so much resistance um that I was questioning my approach and if I just should go back to trend following. But I said, no, I will I will try this out now. And maybe it has been because I've always been a little bit different. <laughs> you should ask my mom. But no, I was always uh, thinking different and just approaching my life differently and just looking at things in a different way. So I said, okay, I will stick to reversal trading and I will try to figure out and see how this really 
uh, works for me. And I never felt better in my trading because suddenly it made sense and trading made sense and charts made sense and price made sense. And I learned so much and I've been uh, doing reversal trading for nine or ten years. Uh, since then, my trading over the last few years has evolved because once I was good um, at reversal trading, I understood actually what was happening on my charts Reversal trading was, so to speak, my gateway into all other parts of trading. I am now also trading breakouts. I'm trading early trends because, well, every new trend in the end starts with a, with a, with a reversal. You can tell I'm a German, I guess, by this accent. <laughs> now, every trend, every new trend eventually starts with a new or with a reversal. So, the lines between reversal trading and trend following are very, very blurry. And I noticed that, okay, I need to stay away from catching a falling knife, which means that I'm not one of those reversal traders that is always selling when the market is still going up. No, I'm waiting for clear signs that the market is reversing. And then I was looking for my edge and my, for trading, uh, and my trading opportunities. And this was then the first time that I, I noticed that, wow, the trend is your friend. It might work for some people. But for me, it doesn't work. So I started questioning, okay, what else should I try differently? And the, the next thing that I did differently was that I stopped doing multi-time frame analysis. People always told me, or you probably know that, you, know, you need to go top down, start with a higher time frame, and then work your way down until your execution time frame tells you to go into a trade or not. So I said, okay, okay, let's just try something different instead of multi time frame analysis i <clears throat> i'm now trading i'm trading uh, different time frames but i'm trading the time frame directly which means that when i see a setup on the 1 hour i will take it on the 1 hour when I, I i won't check my higher time frame if i see a setup on the 4 hour i will trade it on the 4 hour without checking my higher time frame so i treat every time frame separately and completely individually without checking what is happening on the higher or the lower time frames. Once I started doing that, I, I noticed that, okay, the higher time frame analysis or the multi-time frame analysis was always very confusing to me. I was always trying to line up and align multiple time frames in a way that it would make sense to me. And maybe it works for some people, maybe it doesn't. But what I'm sharing on this podcast are my experiences and my experiences that I've shared with my students and I've seen it work for other traders as well. So multi-time frame analysis, I approached it differently and I, well, I completely stopped it. And I saw that, okay, it really actually, when you step back, it doesn't make too much sense in the first place. You try to line up the one hour, the four hour and the daily. Those time frames has, have nothing to do in common. And we are only using them because, well, when we look at MetaTrader, for example, those are the only time frames that are available, um, or the sequences. But the one hour and the four hour, they are four units apart from each other. The four hour and the daily are six units apart from each other. Along just this inconsistency, when I looked at it objectively, it didn't make any sense. Why one four daily? Why four hour daily weekly? Why 30 minute, one hour, four hour? Those time frames have nothing to do with, with each other. Or when you try to line up the 30 minute and the four hour or the 30 minute and the daily, uh, the one hour or the four hour, they have nothing in common. It's just 
It is so hard and you will miss opportunities. You will always be confused. At least that's my opinion. Um, but, well, you will let me know in the comments regardless. But, no, this is just another thing that, okay, once I stopped doing this, I noticed, again, a little bit of an improvement in my trading. And I just felt better and it made more sense to me. And then that's how I tackled other beliefs. So, for example, people always say, in the beginning, you should always trade only the majors. Why the majors only? Why not other pairs? There are great miners and there are great exotics as well. Of course, you cannot trade all the forex pairs all the time, but you need to look beyond just the majors to be selective or just to have the chance of being selective. If you're just restricting yourself to the majors, you will probably end up forcing trades because, well, sometimes there just won't be any good setups on the majors because maybe they're just not moving nicely. Maybe there's a lot of uncertainty in the market and the price is in a small congestion and a small consolidation. Maybe you look beyond. Maybe there are great setups on miners and there are great trends on miners and great patterns. You will miss those. And so that's why these days when people ask me what, which forex pairs do you trade, then I always tell them, all forex pairs. I trade 40, maybe even more forex pairs. And I won't trade all the forex pairs all the time, but sometimes in some weeks there will be weeks where I trade more the euro. Sometimes I will trade more US dollar pairs. Other weeks there are no opportunities on euro, but maybe on the yen. And so every week it changes a little bit based on the technical analysis and based on the technical environment. In the end, I call myself a technical trader, a price action trader, and I use technical analysis and just chart principles. So I need to make sure that the charts that I use, the pairs that I use, the technical analysis can be applied there. And if the market just is choppy and volatile, then I will stay away from those pairs and I will go to pairs that are showing me nice movements where the levels are respected and where I can see clear patterns. That's very, very important, obviously, and it makes sense objectively when you just think about it so that was another there was another um I, let me call it a myth maybe i don't even know where they're coming from i try to research where they've been coming from and i try to track down the source maybe you are able to tell me that but i guess they've been just around for ages and ages and maybe back then 20 30 40 years times were differently when you could just trade the trends when the market was just trending, but these days it's differently. And maybe back then you could only trade the majors because the miners were too volatile and too costly, but these days it has changed in my opinion. So then I tackled myth after myth after myth. Indicators don't work. Well, I proved that this is completely wrong. Indicators is just like price. There's no difference between indicators and price. Well, I know people are just getting mad and probably yelling at their phones when I when I say those things. But in the end, an indicator is looking at your price candles. An indicator is looking at the different price points, and it's just performing a, a calculation. A candlestick is basically nothing but an indicator. A candlestick uses different price points, and it shows you what has happened in the past. There's no difference. So that is then once I once I realized that, and once I started looking at the formulas of indicators, I was able to use them in my trading effectively, and I really embrace indicators, indicators these days. Of course, you need to know which indicator to use, how, and when to use it. 
you cannot use the same indicator all the time, but there are certain times when the indicator works very, very well. And you need to learn that. And if you learn that, you will completely see a complete tr tr shift in how you view the markets and how your analysis will change. So I always tell people, if they listen to me when, I, when they start talking about those things uh, that, are, that are very controversial and just very different, I think, just think about it. The stats that 99% of the people of the traders are failing, yet 99% of all the people, of all the traders, they believe in those myths, they believe those facts, and they repeat them, they act on them, they use them in their trading. So think about it. Maybe it's really time to approach differently, uh, approach trading differently. Maybe it's really time to start questioning those things. And just try it out for yourself. This is not something that... Well, you can just try it out for yourself, and if it doesn't work, you just go back. But at least you can see maybe this makes more sense to you, and maybe it helps you question things on a different, on a deeper level. And maybe you, you see things in your approach, in your daily life, in your trading, things that you have been always doing a certain way, but you don't actually know why, and you're just repeating what other people have told you. You don't even know why people or... Yeah, where are those things coming from? So I really, really hope that at least a few people are encouraged after this podcast to just start looking at their trading differently. And this is a mindset, I think, that is helping you approach life in general a bit different. Because, well, there have been always and everywhere are those myths and facts and just statements floating around us such as, oh, a 9-to-5 is the, the, the safe way to go. You need to have a house, a family, a kid. Um, that's the safe way. That's the good life. That is what the li purpose of life is. Start questioning those things. And I have seen it time and again that people, people just realize that, okay, maybe it's time to think outside the box because the people who are in the box they're not all that happy and they don't all lead that or live that life that I want for myself. So really be different, step outside the box, start questioning those things, maybe start writing down what are the things that you have been always doing a certain certain way and how could you approach it a little bit differently and then just see how it feels. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but maybe it also gives you an idea how you can approach things um, yeah, in an even different or uh, yeah, just a different way in general. And then maybe you will find something that works better and then you can work um, well, this way and you can just go this path.